Knowledge is power, and we are all about empowering the mamas of the world. In each episode, we will unravel and interpret the latest research and evidence-based practices for pregnancy, postpartum, and motherhood. As mums and researchers ourselves, we have experienced firsthand the overwhelming complexity of information, myths, and those classic old wives' tales. I'm Dr. Renee White, and this is The Science of Motherhood. Hello, and welcome to episode 77 of The Science of Motherhood. I'm your host, Dr. Renee White. Thank you so much for joining today. It is one of our Check-In Tuesday episodes, which is kind of like a little short episode in comparison to next week's, which will be with an expert or opinion leader or researcher. It's going to be very, very exciting who we have next week. But in today's episode, I wanted to just check in with everyone and I wanted to say, I hope you're all doing well and that, you know, one of the things that we always need to look out for as mums or people who have family who are mums is around maternal mental health. And that is the topic that I wanted to talk to you about today. And it's something that's very, very dear to my heart. If you are a long-time listener, you will know that I experienced a lot of postnatal anxiety um, after the birth of my baby almost six years ago to the day. It's something that we do have a lot of awareness around, but I think I am a huge advocate for prevention is better than treatment. And so here at the Science of Motherhood and within our own Fill Your Cup postpartum doula network, we are always looking at ways to educate and empower our families. And when you have that awareness, as it says in the introduction of this actual podcast, knowledge is power. And so if you're aware of the red flags or you feel like you're kind of, you know, having a really big emotional time, which happens in motherhood and, you know, and parenthood when you've got a newborn baby, it's, I think, you know, it's really important to be able to assess those red flags for people who are in your circle. So, you know, we have a lot of grandparents who listen to this podcast. They DM me and say, oh my goodness, thank you so much for, you know, teaching me a few new things. And, you know, this this is going to be implemented into how I'm going to look after my daughter or my daughter-in-law or my niece or, or whatever that looks like. And so for those who are in someone's village who is having a baby, this is going to be a really valuable episode for you too, because sometimes when you're in the thick of it, like when I was, you just don't, you can't see the light. And so it's really, really hard to make some of those first steps. And so it's really important for the people around you to be able to hold space for you and help you facilitate those first steps of looking after your mental health. Um, So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about, you know, maternal mental health in particular. I'm very mindful of the fact that a lot of partners and, you know, and dads and things like that, people who are not actually birthing the baby, they also can experience mental health issues in those newborn periods and, and many, many years thereafter. 
That is going to be another episode. <laughs> you can hold me to that. But in today's episode, we're just going to really focus on the maternal mental health. And, you know, as I said, having a baby is a really exciting time. But the reality is that one in five mothers experience postnatal depression in Australia. And so I think, you know, bringing awareness to this sometimes taboo topic is exactly what we need for our society. So in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through a few resources that I love to kind of share with the mamas that we support here at Fill Your Cup when we're doing our in-home services as doulas across Tasmania, New South Wales and Victoria. And we have these at our fingertips all the time. And it's something that we always talk about in our postpartum planning sessions with all of our Fill Your Cup families. So let's kick off. First one, I'm, you know me, I'm all about facts and you have probably heard me talk about this so, so many times, but I always love to kick off with a statistic. And that is that mothers who take time for themselves are three times less likely to develop postnatal depression. Let me just let, me just let that sit with you. Mothers who take time for themselves are three times less likely to develop postnatal depression. So this was um, some research done out of the Murdoch Children's Research Institute in Victoria, Australia, and they surveyed mums in the first six months after having their babies, and that is what they found. Those mums who took like 30 minutes per week to have some self-care, and that is, you know, <laughs> in some instances, it was going to the shops by themselves to do grocery shopping. And I know, and I'm like, I'm one of those people who I'm just like, oh man, is that really self-care? But you know, the self-care was kind of things that you did by yourself where you could just be completely autonomous and not have your barnacle baby like I did. <laughs> but, you know, it's a really interesting statistic and I kind of feel like, again, if we can prevent some of this, it is much, much better than the treatment and also, you know, those huge emotions of slipping down into that rabbit hole. I think there was a research report in 2019 so this is pre-covid so i don't even want to know what it is these days but i think the research showed that postnatal depression costs the australian economy something in the order of like 877 million dollars per year so that's just the single year and then the cascade of events that occur thereafter in the following years, you know, if you were just looking at those kind of patients in that one year, you're looking at close to a billion dollars that it costs the economy. So that is, again, another reason why I'm prevention is better than treatment. Now, the other resources that I wanted to kind of talk to you about is that if you jump onto our website, ifillyourcup.com, that's all one word, ifillyourcup.com, we have a really awesome guide called the Quickie Guide. It is essentially, you know how people say, oh, you've got to go download your hospital bag checklist from like Pinterest or something. Lots of people were saying to me, where's the equivalent for that in postpartum? 
And I was like, I don't know, maybe I should make one. So I did because a lot of people were saying, you know, oh man, there's podcasts and there's books and I get that. But where do I start, Renee? Like, where do I start to just get that springboard of information to then go in and have like a big deep dive into resources. And so we created the quickie guide, which is essentially that. So you can download that free from our website at ifillyourcup.com. And as part of that resource guide, we have what we call our self-care checklist. So we totally get that, you know, having a baby can you know, it's really exciting, but it's also overwhelming and tiring and stressful all at the same time. And so what we want to do is have you start thinking about who in your village can fulfill specific roles so you can go and do that much needed self-care. So, you know, there's a couple of scenarios that we've put down on our self-care checklist that you can work through. Things like, you know, what are the challenges for you to have rest? How do you address these? You know, if you're one of those really high-wired people like myself, A-type personality, struggles to sleep during the day, you know, what are those challenges? You need to be able to identify them and then think about how you're going to address them. Does that look like scheduling in time for some yoga nidra, scheduling time to listen to your favourite music album or watch your favourite movie, whatever that looks like? Other things are like, you know, how can, who can you call for like non-judgmental support? That's a big one. You know, who can you call on to make some nutritious meals so you are not slaving away in the kitchen? So we've got a whole bunch of like questions there to kind of check off so you can work out who's going to help in your village so you can create time and space for self-care. Of course, I have to highlight some of the amazing episodes that we've had on this current podcast. If you are looking for, you know, a range of topics around maternal mental health, we've got things like episode 44 was Dr. Marion Piper. She spoke about post-traumatic growth and motherhood. Episode 29 was Dr. Hilary Clare. She spoke about motherhood and prioritizing your wellness alongside your child's health. One of my favorite episodes was very, very early on. I interviewed Stephanie Poole, who is a doula as well, but she she works in the mental health space. I think she's a counselor. And it was so long ago. She was like one of our first episodes, like episode 15. And she spoke about birth trauma postnatal depression and OCD and she like lived this and it was really really interesting because it highlighted the fact that even though she worked in mental health and she had been surrounded by you know the industry for so long she was absolutely not immune to mental health issues and she is very honest and candid in this interview and spoke about some real life experiences of, you know, scenarios that she had with her and her baby where she was just like, this is not safe and things are going real south real quick. Speaking of intrusive thoughts, recently we had our podcast episode 68 with Frances Bilbao from Mama's Matter Psychologists. And she worked through what intrusive thoughts were and some coping strategies with that through ACT, which is acceptance and commitment therapy. 
that is like our go-to here at Fill Your Cup. We learn about all of those kind of coping strategies and tools to help with our mums during in-home care. Again, oh my goodness, one of my favourite episodes very, very early on was um, episode six with Dr. Nicole Hyatt. Now, she is the, I think she's the CEO. I always forget what her actual thing is, but she's the head of COPE, so Centre of Perinatal Excellence, and she spoke about perinatal health and maternal mental health. She was just a wealth of knowledge, amazing kind of, I guess, strategies and facts around it. And then we had the beautiful Fleur Chambers in episode 50 who spoke about mindfulness and how it doesn't need to be a chore. Wow. Because I I loved that episode so much because I actually got onto Fleur. Um, she had a, was it on Spotify? I think it was. Spotify or Insight Timer, which um, Insight Timer is my go-to for kind of mindfulness apps. And I was looking for like a kid's sleep track to play my daughter at the, you know, as she was going to bed. She was, I can tell she's a carbon copy of me and just a little bit wired at the end of the day. So we needed to listen to something that was just kind of going to dial down everything really beautifully, but not be, I guess, sometimes if they're, she's listening to like stories it can be quite exciting and thrilling and you know it's kind of the opposite effect to what we're looking for and Fleur was the person who created this beautiful kids sleep track and I got her on the podcast to talk about that and the fact that you know mindfulness doesn't have to actually be on a checklist of things to do and she gave us some really beautiful insights into how we can just naturally and organically integrate mindfulness into our day. So they are the podcast episodes that I would highly recommend if you wanted to deep dive into some of those particular topics. And now I'm going to talk about I guess my go-to organizations that if you need to really get some care and I guess navigate your way through your mental health challenges or if you are helping someone through that these are my absolute top tips so there's an organization called for when So F-O-R-W-H-E-N, all one word. It's a relatively new organization here in Australia. It's a non-profit organization which connects parents and families struggling to navigate the complex waters of pregnancy and new parenthood. And one of the things that I really love about this organization, and this is why I reached out to them and partnered with them, And so we are one of their referrers in Tasmania and uh, Victoria and will soon be in New South Wales as we've just opened our new doula team there. But For When is a really great kind of thoughtful organisation. And the reason I say that is because what they have is a centralised helpline. So you call these people and they direct you to your specific state's what they call mental health navigator. So they are a professional who understands the nuances of the healthcare system in your area. They know the professionals. They either know them personally or they've, you know, crossed paths or something like that. It's not just like a random 
helpline where they just flick you on to whoever. So for when, you know, you call this helpline, it's one 242322 and you speak with a professional mental health navigator and they guide and support you and refer you on to, I guess, the best kind of healthcare professional who would be able to assist you in the circumstances that you are currently in. And they take calls from, you know, the individual themselves experiencing the mental health challenges, as well as friends and family who want to be able to assist those in need, or even just to support that that carer, you know, because that in and of itself is a really hard job to do as well. So they may be able to help you, you know, seek counselling and, and be able to give you some tools and tips to kind of help your mamas and, and papas along the way. So For When is, is a great new organisation here in Australia. Obviously, we've got the Gidget Foundation, which, you know, is all around emotional well-being for expectant and new parents. Again, that's a not-for-profit organisation. And so they've got uh, a telephone line that you can call 1300 851 758. The Gidget Foundation also has, I think it's like specific Gidget Foundation houses. So you can go and seek care through their psychologists that work alongside them. So that is also an amazing kind of opportunity to have there. I've already mentioned this one when we interviewed Dr. Nicole Hyatt. It's the COPE or Centre of Perinatal Excellence. And that again is a not-for-profit organisation they are devoted to reducing impacts of emotional and mental health problems in the pre and postnatal periods. And one of the things that I love about COPE is that they've got an excellent online database where you just type in your location and then it pops up with the nearest mental health specialist. And you can actually key in what stage of your life journey, you know, that you're in? Are you looking for counselling around fertility? Are you looking for psychological support around birth trauma? You can absolutely plug that all in. They also have an amazing app as well. And they've got a ton of resources on their website. Again, from, you know, planning a baby, expecting a baby, preparing for birth, new parents, you know, and family and community. And, and this, oh man, there's just so many resources on there. At Fill Your Cup, we actually put all of our doulas through the COPE um, mental health professional training. So all of our doulas are trained in that. They also have a great perinatal mental health kind of guide as well. So that's a free download that you can like look into. And yeah, as I said, amazing, amazing. But my go-to on this website is, you know, if you're trying to find a health professional, they've got all the data and it's just like, you know, tap and play. It's on their website under find a cope accredited professional. So yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. The other thing that they've got is their iCope digital screening app, which is amazing for those who have had to fill in like that one on the on the piece of paper to work out what your 
I guess, screening is for symptoms of depression and anxiety and it assesses like your psychosocial risk factors. Like you normally do that with your maternal child health nurse. What they found was that, you know, one, that was actually really poorly implemented because, you know, you were often doing it in front of someone else and so you were kind of like, you know, maybe your answers would be a little bit skewed. Um, there was even a question on there around domestic violence. And, you know, if, you're, if your partner is sitting right next to you as you're doing the card fill out, you know, you're probably less inclined to answer honestly on, on the um, card. But this is all done, I think my understanding is it's sent directly to your phone via an SMS link. It's extremely private there's no errors when it comes to scoring because once you hand that card back over to your health professional, they then have to like add up the scores. And that was another thing they were noting, like, you know, scores were being added up incorrectly and some people were being put into like the wrong bucket of like, yes, you're high at risk or actually they were high at risk, but because we didn't add it up properly, you've then been put into the low risk category. So it's amazing initiative done by COPE as well. So they've got all the details on their website about that. And of course, <laughs> Panda. <laughs> Panda is one of the most, I guess, commonly leaned on resources for perinatal anxiety and depression here in Australia. They support so many newborn parents around mental health and, you know, as well as the other organisations, you know, through pregnancy and that first year of parenthood. They have a national helpline open from Monday to Saturday, and that number is 1300 726 306. So that is it. All my resources that are my absolute go-to as a wrap-up, I will just go over them again our self-care checklist, which you can find in the quickie guide on our website, ifillyourcup.com. It's in the top banner bar. It just says, you know, do you want to download our quickie guide? Obviously, this podcast, you can go back to episodes 44, 29, 15, 68, 6 and 50 are my go-tos. And then we've got the wonderful non-profit organisations like 4WEN, the Gidget Foundation Australia, COPE and Panda. If anyone needs additional resources or you have a question around any of these, please feel free to send me an email at hello at ifillyourcup.com or jump over to Instagram and you can send me a DM at fillyourcup underscore happy to help out wherever I can. As I said, I've lived this. It's really hard and it does take a village to be able to support you. So for those who are currently in the thick of it or helping those who are struggling at the moment, my heart goes out to you. I see you, you know, just lean on one or more of these organisations and hopefully you will be um, getting the much needed care and love that you need. Until next time, see you later. Bye. 
If you loved this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. If you know someone out there who would also love to listen to this episode, please hit the share button so they can benefit from it as well. Thank you for listening to The Science of Motherhood. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Science of Motherhood. If you would like to contact us, we are at ifillyourcup.com or you can DM us at ifillyourcup underscore via Instagram. You can find all of our services, including our postpartum in-home care and our Fill Your Freezer meal delivery service as well through both those channels. Thanks so much for listening.